0: The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the professional casual network to find more podcasts like this please visit professional casual.com
1: the professional casual network has gear check out teespring.com store slash professional casual for fresh new swag a huge shout out to our sponsor bearded dragon games online pick up all of your local game store goodness from magic the gathering dungeons and dragons pathfinder or refer fourth edition as well as terrain paints board games comics and more Make sure to use code ProfessionalCasual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at BeardedDragonGames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code ProfessionalCasual at checkout or use the link in the show notes. All right, I know it's been a hot, 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 hot minute, but. We are finally back to kick some tail. Um, listen, it's, wait, did I roll a wild your Marvel Crisis protocol plavlog, and sometimes some Shatterpoint stuff, too. Uh, but I'm very excited to be back. I am joined by one of my favorite people that I've met through MCP and just met in general, Mr. Ben Laca, uh, Rev Right Mad himself, who has just finished Walking Back from Nashcon. Which is why, you know, we wanted to do this on Thursday, because it's it's been a it's been a it's been a it's been a hot minute for him to get all the way back here. Uh tonight we're gonna be discussing a whole bunch of things, including um Nashcon and Ben's experience at Nashcon and Ben and Alyssa's experience at Nashcon. We're gonna be talking about the some of the new core box characters, including uh the new Ultron, as well as Baron Zemo. Uh we're also gonna be discussing, you know, just just catching up in general. it's been a while since I gotten to talk to Ben and I'm very excited for it. Um, yeah. But as always, we are sponsored by frontline gaming. If you were interested in picking up some mats, some trains, some minis, any number of things, maybe you're going to be going to the SoCal open or LVO. If you use our link, which is in chat right now, if you're watching this live or in the show notes, if you're watching, uh, catching up on this, um, via the podcast version, it helps support us directly. It does not cost you a gosh dang old thing. Um, and, and yeah, super dope. But Ben, welcome dude. How have you been, man? I mean, I'm really
2: tired. That's a long, that's a long walk.
1: It is a long walk.
2: (laughs) The good news is I've lost like a thousand pounds, so I'm just kind of bones. I mean, the fact that you were, you know,
1: yeah, it's good. I don't know. I mean it's kinda cool. I I don't know if you've reported that lost or if there's like kind of a lost and found situation, but listen, if you have found Ben's thousand pounds, please bring that back. back. He needs that yeah. to go to the WTC in October, probably or maybe they use euros. I don't know what how non-American money works whatsoever. But
2: America, Team America, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's good to be back on the show. Thanks for thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. It is always uh, a joy to uh, wonder if I rolled a wild. Wait, did I roll a wild? I can't remember. Wait. It's
1: it is very funny in natural situations, especially at cons, when I hear people be like.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. No,
1: we forgot the power phase. And it's like. (laughs) Um, Also, uh, our our Infinity podcast, uh, which comes out every other Monday, Arachne and Infinity podcast uh, with our own beloved Dr. D Dizzles has a new shirt out. So if you check out the Streamlabs store, I don't think I have a direct link to that, but I'm sure Dr. D will put that directly in chat at some point here very shortly. But Arachne has its own merch now as well, which is super dope.
2: And and there's two really important facts Mm -hmm. about uh, Arachne and Dr. D. Um, I don't know if you know this, but Infinity has bears in it, like bears with big old laser guns. Mm It has a shark dude, too. And it has a shark man dude, right? So, um, and did you know that like Dr. D is actually the doctor of mythological facts? Did I, you, you know, know I he's did been, hear dropping, a whole lot
1: about that earlier.
2: He's like, just been dropping them today. It, it has been glorious. Uh, so, that's actually what the doctor stands for is the doctor of mythological facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and fun fact.
1: And I really appreciated that. So, I was streaming some Marvel Snap earlier today. Because um, they've been doing Twitch drops and stuff like that, which is super fun. Um, and, and Dr. D was was he- laying on that text to speech button heavily. And I Just, really appreciate what? that because one of the things <laughs> that I normally forget before going live with this particular version is to turn that all off. But thankfully, both him and x and Alyssa uh, really made sure that I remembered tonight.
2: <laughs> to make sure that bad boy was off. To, for yeah, this. to turn yeah, that bad yeah.
1: boy off. Now, tomorrow, yeah. when I start streaming again, will I remember to turn them on ahead of time? Probably not. Probably not. It'll probably be really silent. And then I'll get a very angry message from from Dale <laughs> or someone that's like, I can't announce my entry. And I'm upset about it. And I'm like,
2: oh, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I mean, if you're watching this, get on, get on live chat and just drop some mythological facts. Uh, I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the 12 trials of Hercules, let's do it. Uh, I want to, I want to know, I want to know about him. He only had 12 trials. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like he could have handled a lot more. Probably. And he, I mean, he sang a really cool song too. So a couple songs actually.
1: He did. It wasn't let's get down to (laughs) business. But like, I do remember that there were songs in that movie as well. That's uh, true. So speaking of 12 trials, um, oh, you, you played a whole bunch of MCP this past weekend at Nashcon.
2: I did. I did. Uh, so I played, uh, we, we played four games, no, three games in the team tournament. And your team fought, was
1: you, Alyssa and Mike DeLuca, right?
2: And Mike DeLuca. Uh, our team name was on the third day Jesus slapped.
1: I did see that uh, on the long shanks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> which, which is, uh, wasn't even my idea. Which was uh, the best part. It was Mike's idea. Uh, well, shout and, out to Mike. I know. Shout out to great Mike name. DeLuca. I, I am all for it. He said it. I go yes. Say I, no other. We don't even need to try any others. It was it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so we played we played three on Friday. Um, I played an extra two warm up games um, Friday night, and then we played five. On Saturday, and then I played another two on Sunday. So, how many total uh, games was it? Uh, four, nine, 10, 11, 12, 12, 12, 12 games over three days.
1: So what a uh, great segue that Hercules bit was, right? Um, the 12 miles of Rev Right Mad.
2: Yeah, there, there we go. Um, I did not do as well as Hercules did. Um, I have not ascended into demigodhood, um, but yet, um, that's for next NASHCON. Yeah. That's the goal for next Nashcon. Uh So the the first the first event, you know, we had the the team uh, event, and it was really fun. Um, we did the format a little bit differently than some of the other conventions that that we've done, um, which was kind of unique. Uh, basically, there was a, a heavier emph- emphasis on those who won priority. Uh, you were able to kind of make more of the matchups. Um, as compared to like when we did it at ACO. Oh. Um, so it was a little bit interesting. Um, we won our first prior role against our first opponents. Um, and unfortunately I, uh, I was running Wakanda. Um, I didn't want to bring my, my mean degenerate list um, uh, for that. So I, we brought another uh, Wakanda team and I just love M'Baku. Um, and He's sending- so fun. What a bully. <gasps> and, like what just I, a, what a presence. I just uh, love M'Baku. Umbaku is just such a really fun character. Um, and then just juicing up Killmonger, uh, the, the Killmonger missile mm-hmm. uh, so that he can have a uh, was it's a nine dice builder with a 13 dice spender on his two attacks with I don't know, uh, what kind Jabari of forever chieftain. turn two,
1: So you can like,
2: yeah, oh. turn to Wakanda forever Jabari chieftain uh, and usurp the throne. Uh, so it's, it, you just kind of juice them up and, and just say, uh, Hey, that thing it's, it's dead. Um, I got to really do cool. that
1: on stream at, right after he came out and oh my gosh, was it fun and satisfying. And it took out a cosmic ghost writer, which was just yep. like, yep. Yeah, all right. All right, cool.
2: Yeah. It's, it's pretty awesome. So I played, um, in my first match, I played one absolute Matt Um, which was a great game. Uh, He was playing his singles uh, list, um, which had just the casual cosmic ghost rider, Malekith and senior Thanos guardians. Mm. Um, So, you know, good, good Christian MCP. (laughs) Um, And and so we did, we had a, we had a great time. Uh, And I think, you know, the, the funniest thing, that, that game, um, was Matt pretty much just kind of like pointed at one of my characters, uh, and then they would die. Uh, I, we counted, I was one shot eight or nine times that, that game. Um, the funniest one was on turn one, it was scoundrels and I think researcher. Um, and I, I have, uh, Shuri, Go off to you know my bottom scoundrels have earned some reroll range and so he just casually walks up his rocket, um, who doesn't have a a winging it token, but he decides eh why not a uh, five dice into into Shuri, you know that that shouldn't be too bad right, um, and I'm like yeah no that's I mean you maybe you push one or two damage right um, and it's it's fine right It's fine, uh, just one shots glam dead mm. <laughs> oh okay, I'm all right. This is fine. Nope. I actually wanted you to do that. Uh, uh, Cause now i got all these juice for rerolls, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. see big, big brain plan. Now I have all uh, this power
1: for next round.
2: I've got all this power for next round. And it was, um, it was rough. And I think the other funniest thing was Killmonger. Uh, he does the usurp the throne, uh, Jabari Chieftain, mm-hmm. uh Wakanda Forever turns. So he takes out Ghost Rider, uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider, and then with my Wakanda Forever attack, which was a, a nine dice attack or yeah, I think it was nine dice builder, uh, into Rocket Raccoon, you know, with a pierce, yeah, all you know, all of it, right? Oh, I already don't uh, like in, the ending in, of
1: this. This is not gonna
2: in be. A good. In a reroll, in a re bubble. Nope. Does does one damage. Uh, I just I just we just kind of sat there for a moment and we just laughed cried together. It was a really special bonding moment for Matt and I for the for the whole weekend. And we that just, was which Matt was that? That was Matt one uh, one, one absolute, absolute Matt. I yeah, really like that
1: Matt by the way. Yeah, like, I was, finally got to meet him. Oh, I guess I didn't meet him in person at NASHCON last year. I met him at Adepticon earlier. Yeah, was, yeah. We got to go share a meal and stuff and it was it was super dope. I really like that Matt. Uh
2: he was he was absolutely awesome.
1: I don't think I've actually met a bad Matt in MCP. Like the main two for me are one absolute and um, Matt Alex, which are both just.
2: Both wonderful Matt's. Yeah. Yep. Um, And so that, that was, that was definitely an interesting moment um, for me. And so unfortunately I did not, I did not win that game. Um, And Alyssa, uh, I don't think she won her game. She was playing Midnight Suns with Immortal Hulk. With Immortal Hulk. With Immortal Hulk. Was she able to bring Beta Ray Bill? uh not that game she did or in general win. it was
1: it was in her roster for the team event yeah she was able to have beta ray bill
2: oh yeah yeah we gave her beta ray bill for the team yeah. event and uh it yeah. was uh it was pretty awesome she did it her last game she had immortal hulk and beta ray bill and was just chucking people around it was it was pretty cool to watch
1: what did uh um, what did mike run for the for the team event
2: uh, Mike, Mike brought his uh, – I, I don't know if he made a last-minute change uh, Friday night, but he brought the majority of his solo uh, singles event list, which was Shield. Uh, okay. he had a lot of shield, um, shenanigans and, uh, I mean, he steamrolled like everybody he won, all, he won all three of his games for, for, he was just, uh, steamrolling everybody. And it was, uh, that was pretty cool to, to watch. Um, my second game, I actually don't remember who I played. Um, but it was, it was a very close game. Um, I ended up to end up taking the win. Um, but it was a lot closer, uh, than it probably could have been um and uh that was yeah it was research station and mayor fisk against hydra uh and it was it was a really fun game um there's a kind of a newer newer opponent um So we were able to kind of laugh and talk uh, throughout the whole game. And uh, he said, man, I haven't seen Wakanda ever. And I was like, oh boy, uh, am I going to just show you some really fun stuff? He's like, oh, that's going to be like really cool. And when he saw the Killmonger missile, uh, Mm -hmm. he's like, wow, that's like really awesome. I'm going to (laughs) die. (laughs) <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> I'm, I'm in danger. And uh and that ended up being true. <laughs> so uh but that was really fun. Uh his name was Steve, he was a, a really cool guy. Um and then my last opponent I played against a Steve Rogers Avengers. Um and he had a really, really good squad. He brought uh Steve, Hulk, uh Crimson. Mm uh and who else did he bring crimson um, under steve is just oh it was it good. was gross he brought he had another model that i can't remember who it was off the top of my head um and it was oh um black panther did black mm-hmm. panther so we we had a because we had a black panther fight uh on, on one of the sides that was pretty funny nice. uh, and that was a, that was a really close game um it really came down to um I was not going to win on points that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was about really how quickly could I take down Hulk, um, and unfortunately, uh, under uh, you know having to navigate around bodyguard and uh, the disruption field from Crimson Dynamo. Yeah, um, there's a lot there to st- worry about,
1: both attack and l- defense. Oh,
2: it was just uh, just a little bit too much uh for for the wakandans to handle that day and uh mbaku did go off and uh did gaze uh crimson and steve in one turn with a double spender nice uh so he did the wrath of the jabari into and got triggers both times and so he was he got four four attacks that turn he's like wow that's kind of crazy i'm like mbaku's going nuts everybody (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it you,
1: was, it was good. So you had mentioned before that the the format for the team event was different than what you had experienced at, at ACO. What was kind of the, the main difference? Because this is the first time there was a team event at NASHCON. Um, yes. So and it was the Friday event. So if I recall last year, it was, I think, just what if on Friday, which is cool yeah. because
2: was there a what if event at all? At Nashcon? No, no. Yeah. No what if this year. Um, but the, the fact the that it's that grown to the
1: players. point to be able to have a team event on the Friday is yeah. awesome and really cool to see because NashCon's a really dope event. Um, what was the, uh, but yeah, sorry, uh, what was the no. kind of difference from, uh, from ACO?
2: So uh, the primary difference was the winner of Priority um, got to place one of their teams or one of their squads on any three of the tables. Um, and then uh, the losing team would then place all three of their squads. So what you were able to do is you really oh. you, you basically kind of put one squad that's going in blind. Mm-hmm. Uh you don't know who that opponent is, but you're able to tailor pick your other two. Um, so it really benefited those who won priority. Yeah. Um, and that was that was definitely an interesting format, unlike ACO where there was kind of a give and take, Yeah, uh, uh, which was, I don't actually know which one I like more. Um, I, I think it definitely benefited teams. I think the teams that did really well uh, at Nashcon were the teams that could really understand matchups uh, yeah. a lot uh, in, in a really beneficial way um, because you could really kind of exploit those uh, in the system. Um, whereas in the ACO, Uh, You really only have one matchup that you you're setting up and then your opponent's team is setting up another one. So uh, there is kind of a a counterplay to that, which is kind of neat. So there's some strategy of, of of how to do that. I really, I personally love just team events uh, because, because of this, because of the simple fact uh, of you can really determine, you know, the best matchups and, uh, and do things. Things like that is my wife saying things in
1: uh, Doctor D is uh, he said. Oh. So whoever looked like they were having the most fun was the person they wanted to smash Bennett into.
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, that was on Saturday. That was on Saturdays. Oh, you want to have fun? <laughs> Let me show you. Um, but and then a listener mentioned no, that it,
1: the the tournament had started unrated, but then just switched rated like partway through which i wasn't even aware you could do that in long shanks um but that's a little different um
2: comp- yeah that it, it created some conf- there was some initial confusion um at the front end but we we got it fixed up
1: but um as far as now so you've played in a couple different team formats and to me and this is maybe a difference of um not necessarily of opinion but Uh, I really like team events like the Adepticon team. event. It's a 2v2 team event that is focused heavily on you're kind of playing one affiliation between two players. Um, And that can go, you know, a a couple different ways. But as far as different team events go, when I guess, let me think of the way I want to phrase this. Um, Doesn't seem in this particular format, like there's a lot of unity between the different people playing, you're kind of just playing three separate games out of a, out of the same collection almost. Um, and that makes it significantly more competitive uh, compared to kind of the adepticon format where it's a little bit more like we're going to show up in costume and have a good time and and do that. What's your yeah. kind of opinion on, on kind of both different versions of that, the hyper competitive, not hyper competitive, but more competitive version where you can kind of choose and you have to know those mashups. Um, yeah. Which seems like a very critical point of that particular format versus the more, I guess, traditional team up format.
2: I think both are really, really interesting. Um, I super love the opportunity that you can have where there are some really large affiliations that have multi leaders. Um, you look at like crime, right? Crime's got four leaders now. Um, and they're, I mean, they're right at, at Avengers level of uh, the amount of leaders so being able to split two rosters you know 20 characters being Mm -hmm. able to have you know um technically you know two leaders on on each roster is actually i think a really awesome and fun way to play the uh play it and then you can have some cool cosplay i loved there was like a rogan gambit cosplay uh which was really cool um and actually mike mike I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh,
1: there was, i uh, sorry. There was one that was uh, the, uh, they were cultists of daddy Dormammu that were handing oh, yeah, out pamphlets yeah. <laughs> and the display boards that people were bringing for, for stuff like that is really fun. Uh, there was a, a couple that was playing all web warriors cause they both really like Spider-Man and one had a Miles shirt and one had a Peter Parker shirt and,
2: yeah. There, there's some really fun stuff that I think there was, uh, a winter garden Avengers one, two. Yes. And they had this, Oh, this awesome board that
1: was like, yeah. Clash of America and Russia. It was super yeah. dope. Uh,
2: and, and that's really awesome. Um, I think the strength of that, uh, though, that type of event really amplifies affiliations that can do that. Yeah. You know, um, uh, I think, you know, that, that, Winterguard and Avengers one struggled struggled a little bit because it's hard to kind of mesh both of those affiliations because there's not a, much depth within Winterguard. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. But what I really liked, you know, about these, um, you know, so we this. Our team event was a three-person event. Uh, WTC in October mm-hmm. um, is going to be, is five. Uh, is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, is, is five. And I believe the rules are the same where you cannot have a single character that is the same in any of the rosters. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the rules for us as well. So it's 30 unique models. I love that. I, I think that's one of the strengths of MCP is... Let's show. I mean, we have a hundred and fifth or 147, 150 characters, unique characters yeah. now, um, not including the new core box stuff revealed. Um, so let's 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 deepen the well mm. and have those events that can actually show off. Um, you know, all of these are really amazing characters. I think that's awesome. Yes, you do tend to see a little bit more competition. A lot of our conversation, you know, me, Alyssa. And Mike, excuse me, um, had a lot of had to have a lot of pre-conversation of okay, what are you taking? What am I taking so that we don't cross over. Yeah. Um and we had to make some concessions. You know, mm-hmm. um, I had to give some things up, Mike had to give a couple of things up, Alyssa had to give a couple things up.
1: Those important so splash not- characters become insanely important splash characters.
2: I'll- uh, everyone kind of just arm wrestles over Bucky who gets Bucky, you, <laughs> Correct. Know? Yep. Uh, right? you know, um, and, and so that's really important. And, and, um, I think a really fun part of kind of the team creation, uh, process in those team events. Um,
1: um and um, you kind of laid up a perfect segue for me here. Um, especially leading into Gen Con, um, AMG announced the the timeline events talking yeah. about uh, both deepening and expanding the well at the same time. Um, I'm curious to see it. Have you taken a look at that at all? That is also 30 models, but for a singles event where you can't repeat the, the models that you brought on any of the two days uh, based off of a a smaller total roster is something I'm insanely interested in, but I I know there's probably going to be a lot of, a lot of feelings about trying to cart 30 models to an event as well.
2: I, um, so I'm used to playing you know, big games. Mm-hmm. So the 30 models, thing, I, I think that I have heard that, that some people are worried about, you know, bringing 30 models. I don't think that's really the end of the world. Once you learn how to, you know, pack it the first time, yeah, that's, that's really the only learning, you know, uh, moment for you. And so. I brought 120 termagants
1: alone, right? Right, right. <laughs> to, to think I, before.
2: I, I played I played War Machine Horns where I played yeah. uh I, I played Kator and I did the Winter Guard or the uh uh where were those the dudes? The conscripts, the, the conscript Death Star. So yes. you know, each squad is you know 20 guys, so that you know I've had you know hundreds of, of, of dudes too. Um, I am as of right now, um, I think I like it. I I'm pretty
1: excited for it to be perfectly yeah, honest
2: my, my fear, my only fear is I, and I, I need the wording of the actual document, mm-hmm. right. Um, is, are we constricting to just those affiliations, right? So they announced, um, Avengers, Cabal, X-Men, Brotherhood, those four, um, what do we do with the other ones? Um, are they allowed to come and play in that timeline event? Um, and that's my worry is, you know, I, I know some of my, my friends who they love spider foes and you they'll, they'll play maybe, uh, you know, a web warrior list, uh, or something else. But if they don't get, if they don't get to spend any time with their spider foes, that's not going to really, um, be an event that they want to participate in. Right. Uh, for me, I mean, I have all the models, so I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I can probably do something, um, I just want to see the the wording of it. I actually love the idea though. Like I said, I, I again really love the thought process of let's deepen the well with all of these characters that we mm-hmm. have and not have, you know, uh, Malekith in every list or Luke Cage, and who's I, a big, who's a big splash this weekend, uh, this weekend at Nashcon. Luke, Luke Cage, Cage was is everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Luke Cage was everywhere. <laughs> huh. uh, and uh, you know, so I, so I think it would be really cool, you know, uh, to be able to see that. And again, strengthen the, you know the the depth of this game which which is all of these wonderful characters mm-hmm. uh and so i think that would be cool
1: i am very excited for it personally um I, I think and i think if there's and i'm glad you said that you know traveling with 30 models isn't really really even a it's, issue. Really, not a <laughs> it's really not a thing um but uh very excited to see kind of how they do it and it seems like at the end of the day what you can really do with that is curb some of the extremes and mm-hmm. you know when you're limiting uh, any a very large pool like MCP has, it's still probably going to be eighty or ninety models, right? you know, when yeah. included in something like this, which is yeah. But um, but yeah, I'm very excited to see where that goes, um, because I think that's going to be a very exciting format going forward, and I think something that could also play into a team event as well, if you wanted to extrapolate 100%. it from there. Um, yeah, I, yeah. So yeah that was just one thing i forgot to bring that up or that, that we were talking about it uh and i expect us to probably dive pretty heavily into the timeline events as more information comes out but that is the thing i'm really kind of chomping at the bit for <laughs> to yeah, see exactly I, all the the details around it because i'm very excited about that format
2: i'm like 80 percent like super excited it, it's just the the little little voice in the back of my head going you know what about you know what about x so i think once we get the the actual document we could dive in um that will make, that'll, that'll probably ease my, cause I'm sure they thought about that. I'm sure, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's a, uh,
1: they have a uh, that's pretty a, good pulse on the community.
2: They really do. They, they, they really do. And so I, I, I trust AMG. I think AMG has done a very, very good job of kind of, again, measuring the pulse of, you know, where the game is, where the community is, and also trying to find a balance between competitive and, you know, casual, more fun, you know, mm-hmm. based events um, like, like that tends to happen at these bigger cons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dope. So uh, tell me a little bit more
1: about um, the singles event at NashCon. Yep. So big two day event, right? It's kind of always the, the the bright and shiny thing at at a, at a con, um, and especially since you've been uh, both last year and this year, and especially since you're been. Let me know. As far as 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 the vibe and stuff as well, I heavily, heavily, heavily enjoyed my time at NASHCon last year. Was very disappointed I didn't get to go this year or wasn't able to kind of just kind of make it work. Um, But one of my favorite things was that the community that was there was incredibly fun to be around people were playing Mm -hmm. marble champions or some social deduction games at night and everyone was going out to eat together and eating good food and just having a great time was that same vibe there this year because i'm sure it was um but with a, a lot more people there this year as well right
2: uh yeah i think we had uh i think it ended up being roughly the same we uh they sold more tickets but there was a couple last minute Uh, drops too. So uh, number wise, uh, we had roughly around maybe a little bit more uh, than we did the previous year.
1: Uh, Oh, were there like kind of like a lot of no shows or something?
2: Yeah. Yeah. They, they sold like 76 tickets, Okay, uh, which was more than what we had last year. Yeah. um, uh, Which was, which was pretty, pretty neat. Well, yeah. So the day before the, the event, so Thursday night or sorry, uh, Friday night where people were playing unlimited, which is that was my first or not unmatched, uh, unmatched, unmatched. Nate uh, absolutely was my-
1: murdered me last year and unmatched. He showed it to me. It was the first time I had played it. I was like, Oh, bullseye's in this game. Super dope. Uh, I'll be bullseye. He played the T-Rex from Jurassic Park and just chased I played the me T-Rex. around. It was, it was terrifying. I was like, uh, Nate, leave me alone, man. I just, I just want to throw stuff.
2: <laughs> it was, oh, it was awesome. I got to be a big old T-Rex. It was super fun. Um, so we played. there. People were playing unmatched. We played some champions. Uh, we actually played a couple of matches of champions um there was some secret hitler games that that were that were played Alyssa loved that
1: um i i I ended up picking up that game uh because of nashcon playing it with merzane is yeah uh, an experience that has to be had
2: oh yeah i mean it was just a wonderful wonderful time and
1: nate Uh, Nate gg very specifically is terrifying in social deduction games because you you just can't read the dude. It is yeah. impossible. He just we played a bunch of Knight of the Ninja as well at, um, at Adepticon this year. And the same, I just can't read that dude whatsoever. And then he just murders you out of nowhere. And it's like, what? And I'm like, what? what What do you mean? I trusted you
2: <laughs> just bamboozled. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It- it was uh, it was super fun. Um, so there were several games uh, of that. Um, there are practice games, you know, going, uh, preparing for the singles event. So, I mean, we didn't go to bed till about one o'clock yeah. uh, on on Friday. And the team event ended, I think at like seven, seven. Eight, yeah. seven or eight, you know, like that. So, you know, people were just hanging out and that, um, actually uh, we a bunch of, bunch of the community went out to party foul, uh, to, to make sure that I would die with get
1: that Nashville with hot chicken food. dude. Yep. Sooner is a champion at hot food yep. there. Like yep. I was shocked last year. He's like, yeah, the spiciest one and just downs it. And then is looking around. Like, yep. What, why are you guys drinking drinks? Right. You, yeah. Just- you need, you need water with this.
2: You, he was culling the week uh you know that was uh there was a lot of discussion of of people trying to tamper with my food so that i get the spiciest hottest food Oof. the night uh the night before the singles event so they didn't have to play my list um so that was that was fun having to check check for spice level you know um yeah. but it, it was it was great like I said the I mean, that's why we go to Nashville. Uh, the community is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, the podcasters that are represented. So, like I said, there's really wonderful discussions that are happening. Uh, you know, people are laughing, making friendships. Uh, we actually had a, uh, we met um, uh, Tattooed Colossus. Yes. We met him. Uh yeah. met Jeff, uh, and, and, uh, his buddy Reb, uh, which was awesome. Um, he actually, you know, showed me some cool Colossus stuff. I'm like, you, I mean, I already just love you. You're, you're freaking awesome. Uh, you know, so we met a lot of really awesome people. What was nice is that this event, uh, this Nashcon, we had, uh, I think like 10 newer players to MCP, Nice. Uh, Show up and, and be there. Um, so again, what that tells us is the community is growing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the big important things that Nate is really trying to emphasize is yes, this is a competitive event. And we want to make it accessible for everyone to come, mm-hmm. everyone to have fun. Uh, the raffle support was awesome. Uh, like I so said, there, there was a really wonderful uh, opportunity to, to be there, build community, uh, which is really, uh, we, we've talked about that. I'm trying to yep. find the balance between com- competitive uh, events, but also Building community, building relationships, and mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I, I I think it's fair to say that the vast majority of people who went to NashCon left n- with new friends, uh, with with you know I mean I've got a whole bunch of, of, of folks new Discords and stuff like that, you right. know, uh, being able to just connect. I got a bunch of friend requests, you know, on Facebook. You know, it was it was really cool, and that's something that I I celebrate uh, a whole bunch. Um, Speaking and then
1: getting ready, new people sorry, getting into right. the game. So at Gen Con, I was giving a bunch of demos of the new Core Box. And the amount of people that I gave demos to, they were like, you know what? I picked up MCP like a couple of years ago, never put it together, never learned how to play. I've always been interested. But it was shocking to me that there's so many people out there that have some MCP stuff that just haven't gotten around to it but then once they saw it play they're like okay this is what we need to do when we get home we're ordering these i mean they're like checking their their lgs's to see if they have some of the stuff in stock and like they're like well i didn't realize all the x-men came out or these people are out it's like (laughs) well dude yeah you're gonna have a great time guess what
2: i showed i showed uh a, a mother and father and they're like 10 year old son who was walking around during the singles event, Mm -hmm. uh, and just kind of checking out all of the, you know, the historical games, all the other stuff and made it to our room and like, Oh, it's superheroes. Like, boy, let me come sit a while. Let me tell you a story. And, uh, it was, it was really cool to just kind of show, um, you know, even in the midst of a competitive event, you know, people, as they're watching games, you know, the players uh, are, are willing to say, hey, this is what this game is. Hey, do you want to see something cool? Mm-hmm. You know, this is what this is. And uh, so I think that's that's great for the atmosphere, great for the community. Um, and showing people that the game is not super hard to get into mm-hmm. um, by like, it's kind of like, there's a new core bo- core box that's coming out, right. That, you know, it's like a super ease into the game that has access to all the different types of characters that are in the game. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint, wink, wink, you know, um, uh, which we'll get to here in a little bit, but uh, you know, it, it's something that's it's interesting. So to talk about all of like the positive and wonderful things um, a lot of a lot of my friends, one of my my good buddies, uh, Curtis Osborne, who's a friend of the the, the podcast on our channel here, mm-hmm. uh, uh, said this about my list, my singles event um, going into going into Saturday, that this was the start of my villain arc, that this was my villain origin story, mm-hmm. um, because I decided um, after a long you know long debate after some of the the changes um, that I wanted to give give people a good showing that. Um, that, that we can do this. We can be a bad guy, you know, yeah. uh, that we can just go full villain. Just playing uh,
1: Billie Eilish on your phone the whole time. Just the, I'm oh, the bad yeah, guy. It, yeah.
2: I'm it. Oops. It was me. I'm the problem. <laughs> um,
1: that's and, Taylor Swift. Don't you ever, ever oh, on my show Sorry. cross <laughs> up Billie <laughs> Eilish and Taylor Swift.
2: <laughs> my Big I'm fans of both, again? but they,
1: they have different vibes. <laughs>
2: Uh, so that was, uh, that was kind of the, the thought process going into the event was, uh, I just wanted to be as degenerate, um, as, 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 as possible. Um, and I accomplished that. That was my goal. And I accomplished that. And, uh, I did start every match apologizing to my opponent. Uh, which was, I'm sorry. I love you. Jesus loves you. Let's do this. Um, <laughs> so, so what were you playing? Uh, I was playing Malachith Cabal. Gotcha. Uh, just pure, pure Malachith Cabal. Uh, the, the core of, um, of the team, the core, uh, is around 18 threat, which is Malachith, cosmic ghost rider and red skull Two. Um, that's it. That's 18 threat. And um, I if knew that anytime spell an anagram, uh, of bad guy from
1: those three models, listen, you're not trying.
2: Yep. Uh, I, it was full villain. Um, and I knew that every time I picked 18, uh, that I was just going to win. Um, that was, it was pretty much, uh, I felt really confident, you know, into, I had mal- uh, I had mystique with deception as well for, for just extra, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, good fun and the cool alt card for from amg that they they gave uh, oh from the uh, the
1: store support set the
2: yes set, set yeah set that one with cyclops yes. on it too right with cyclops on it. yeah people were well, like oh uh, that's so cool i'm like yeah it's mine it's mine it's, so, it's
1: really no it's really
2: cool yeah no, ta- no take no takey, mine uh so my first opponent um was a uh, there was so many guardians of the galaxy players Mm-hmm. They were um, actually, I'm going to double check. That. I feel like I
1: did see, like, just looking at the long shanks, it doesn't necessarily matter the amount, but like I, I did see a lot of pictures of um, Guardians, Ghost Rider, Guardians, Thanos, Guardians, Malekith, actually just all three of those in Guardians. But they,
2: um, they were uh, 29. There were 29. Uh, there were 29 games played of, of Guardians of the Galaxy. 29
1: games played or like 29 Guardians players. Twenty That's like half uh, 20, of the people that. Went to the singles tournament, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. 29 games played with guardians of the galaxy. So I guess on, Eight, eight players, eight players, which, okay. is, which is not as bad, yet, not as, bad um, as I thought it was. But uh, I ha- I just had the holy privilege of just playing all of them. <laughs> so um, it was, it was super fun. Uh, we had a, so my first round opponent was, uh, was a nice guy. His name was Will. Uh, he was playing Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, I knew that he was going to play Cosmic, Cosmic Ghost Rider because he's in affiliation. Mm-hmm. Um and he, we played, uh, hammers at demons downtown. Um, and basically the thought process with, with the Malekith list is, um, cosmic ghost rider turns on Malekith on turn one. Uh, yep. uh if I get He's been working two- out, he looks really good it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's he's a he's a good looking guy. So, you know, uh, it's, it's really the flames that do it for Malekith. He mm-hmm. likes, you know, he likes fire. Uh, so the, the whole core is you get two power on Cosmic Ghost Rider's extra power. If you get two, you can place yourself three. Uh, the medium base uh, with range four pretty much covers... Uh, the vast majority of of the map. Yeah. Uh, so no matter where you're going to place yourself, if you move off of your deployment zone, uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider is going to get you on that turn one. Mm-hmm. Um, and six dice counting skulls generally, um, yep. generally is going to do it. Can be pretty good. Uh, generally is going to do it. Uh, and unfortunately my opponent... Um, just kind of made a uh, made the mistake of um, not anticipating how far my cosmic ghostwriter could go. Um, he double walked his star Lord to get a far hammer. Um, and that was pretty much all that she wrote. Um, you know, my cosmic ghostwriter pl- uh, placed himself uh, range four, cause he actually got three successes. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you place yourself range four, and then have an attack at range four, uh, he just double whipped star Lord and uh, that, that turn, that that did the trick for him, which gives Malekith a small move and gives him the third power, so that he can charge yep. on turn one uh, without using a tactic card like a advanced handy like yeah, yep. uh, which was really important for my list because like, my two uh, my two restricted cards were brace and deception, so I wasn't. Um, I wasn't taking advanced RD. Mm-hmm. So I was really relying pretty heavily on the uh please let me kill one of your models on turn one, pretty please. Um, or hoping that my opponent would sacrifice good position because they were afraid of just doing that. Yeah. Um I can see so, that. So um by the end of by the end of turn three, uh I had uh, effectively tabled my uh, uh tabled him. as
1: as dr d said made the mistake of being both alive and there
2: yeah uh, yes he did make the crucial mistake of being alive and there um so that was that was kind of uh, a rough one for for him um he basically lost his leadership uh on the top of turn two Uh, it's hard to win the game uh without that winging it token um so my second uh, opponent was you guessed it a guardians of the galaxy player <laughs> uh, so
1: overall throughout the, the course of the singles tournament how many guardians players did you play uh,
2: i played I, pl- uh, I only played two uh, I only played two felt like 500 um gotcha. but because I played because I played two guardians players uh, I played two of them in the team event and then two of my practice games were both guardians players so uh so over the weekend itself uh i had i had played uh, a lot of guardians players but only only two uh in the singles who ended
1: up taking the the whole thing at the end on day two or
2: uh, uh on affiliation uh, on, uh it was uh sam sam avengers uh again okay. this is the thir- That's third three years year in a row. In a row. It's three years in a row that All Sam right. has, uh, has, has won the whole thing. That's, that's kind of the, 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 funny story that people were saying is, yeah, if you want to win Nashcon, just take Sam, um, you know, that's the place. Sam.
1: So, well, and I don't know if you knew this or not, but like every year for Nashcon specifically, um, Nashville prints custom license plates that, have Oh yeah. Yeah. The little captain america thing with three stars on it like it's super dope so like if you want to win at nashcon you have to bring a character that can represent the license plate of tennessee i mean it's in the rules
2: it's in the rules it's it's in the rules uh so that was uh it, it was really it was really interesting uh, it was sooner he was piloted by by sooner uh nice he was taking a dual affiliation of Wakanda and and Sam. One of my uh, favorite
1: moments from last year was being in that room. I, I forget who sooner was playing. I think it may have been Zach, but he had that uh, that round pop off where somehow Rocket just murderized like three people, including, I think, a Malekith or something along those lines and yeah, dropped like three hammers that. and stuff. And then unfortunately stacked them all up or whatever but I just I remember being like feet away from it when that happened and he's like what it keeps going rock rock goes to great? like it was just I love those it, uh,
2: I mean those moments uh you know Sooner is just a, a wonderful wonderful player guy, yeah. uh, uh, and he, he kept telling me that through the whole event he's like Ben I, can you just do me every in between each round yeah he go Ben man I'm so proud of you you're doing a great job can you do me a favor can you lose please um, <laughs> Um, can you just, can you just lose? Cause he just didn't want to, uh, he was one of my practice part. Uh, we, we played a couple of times and yeah. we had talked, you know, before and, uh, excuse me. And he, uh, uh was like, I don't want to play your list. Please don't do this to me. And was just, Please. I was like, well, yeah, just don't pick 18 and you're fine. <laughs> and, and, and you're fine. But it was, it was really, uh, it was wonderful. Well, my, my third game, uh, was against, uh, I think, the only Web Warrior player, uh, Aaron Franklin. Oh, nice. Uh, really, really great guy. Yeah. Uh, so during that game, um, we had like four hugs. Uh, you know, it was just like lots of tears. And mm-hmm. uh, um, unfortunately, they were my tears. Oh, uh, gotcha. Uh, this was my the one game that I lost. Uh, he He played... Just so perfectly. Uh, yeah. Yep. He is a, a, a very, very good player. He's from the infamous podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a, just a really, uh, this was my first time meeting him. I've watched, uh, listened to his podcast a couple of times, yeah. and, um, but it was really awesome to meet him in person um, and just play and uh, turn one. Uh, I had the exact opening that, that I wanted. Uh, I, I, yeah. Forced him to kind of play off of uh, some of the points so because he didn't want to run into Malekith. I got the turn one days with Cosmic Ghost Rider uh, onto Toad. Poor Toad just sacrificed himself. That's what he does sometimes. Um, I mean, hey, you know, that's why, you know, we're no longer evil mutants. Uh, they're a brotherhood. That's it. At they're the end they're of the a day. brotherhood. Right. We dropped the word evil. It's fine.
1: Right? A fraternal um, society that can even get their own group plans is pretty
2: great. Right. It's pretty awesome. Um, Unfortunately for me, um, I, I had probably as, as good of a turn one as I could have get, uh, could have gotten with him playing uh, position wise mm-hmm. as well as he did, um, turn two, I got zero dazes, Gotcha. Uh, a hot zero. Um, I've never seen someone on two dice block as much as, uh, as, as he did. I was Poland, people with cosmic ghost rider incinerating them. Uh, it was, it was black cat who rolled six successes on the two defenses oh, wow. that she rolled. You know, I was like, Oh, I, I don't even, I don't even, I just want to cry. I don't I even, yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't even know what to say right now, <laughs> um, but it was, it was great. Uh, it came out to, to be a really close game. Was set, he won 17 to 12. Um, if, if I, um, Probably played a little bit better. Uh, I might have pulled it out, but he's a great opponent. Uh, and he got second place. So oh, nice.
1: Yeah, Aaron uh, always seems to do rather well. I think we got, uh, he was on stream, I think, in the finals against Nate. If I recall, the first Adepticon that we did. I, I think I it was so. I think it was a murdery Black Order list against uh, Avengers, if I recall correctly. But yeah, Aaron is uh, normal. Anytime we've we've interacted with him. Super nice dude, just first off. Great. Just
2: a great guy. And there
1: was there's a lot of incredibly skilled player.
2: Just a wonderfully skilled player. Um there was a lot of bartering at, at the table. You know, yeah. I was asking if I can bring in another character, you know, just at least, oh yeah, I'll bring in another character for two tactic cards, you know, who's just yeah, easy swap. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it, it was great. Um and those are those I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no,
1: finish finish that.
2: Uh, I said those are the 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 competitive games of MCP that I think for me define what this game is about where we put, we play the most competitive stuff that we could play Mm -hmm. um, and tried, you know, we're both trying to win as hard as we can. And yet uh, lots of laughs. I mean, we stopped and hugged like said three times. I mean, it was just, uh, we're, you know, having, you know, Hey, what if you do this? You know, I'm just having a a really wonderful time. And so I, I think for me, that's kind of the definition and hope for all, you no know, competitive games yeah. you know is will look like that um
1: but speaking of sacking two tactics cards to bring in a character and facing two guardians players we have two characters that we need to get to before we run out of time
2: oh yes yes I'm sorry, yeah.
1: <laughs> in, in uh in the new ultron uh metal tyrant as well as uh the new helmet baron helmet zero zemo not zero uh, who's now an affiliation <laughs> leader Um, so these were two characters I believe you were kind of excited about pretty specifically, right?
2: Oh yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm super stoked for, for both of these characters. Uh, let me go ahead and get Zemo
1: here on the screen. So right leading up to Gen Con, AMG announced that there's going to be kind of a a new core box that is not a new edition. It is not a new version. Um, but that there would be kind of a, they've learned a lot both in, in sculpting and it's, um, And in game design, character design and all that good stuff. And they they wanted another go to kind of show off how much they've grown in this game system, which is going on year four now. And I think that the sculpts that they've shown off, the character cards does, in fact, literally every one of these that I've talked about or, or have heard other people talk about or other shows. Pretty dynamically expresses that they've learned a lot. They probably did yeah. this because they learned from this last time or because this is something that's needed or this is, and these aren't replacements for this, those characters, I don't think we're ever not going to see people running, um, core box one, Steve, uh, like, yeah. like ever, uh, including and a handful of other characters in there as well. Um, I even characters like Iron Man coming mm-hmm. back, uh, kind of out of nowhere at the start of 2023, um, at LVO was all over the place just for Helios. Right. Yeah. Um, into seeing him to work to great effect. But the first two characters that we're going to talk about from this new core box release, which is going to be coming out in October, are Ultron Metal Tyrant, as well as Baron Helmet Zemo. Um, let's talk about Zemo first. One of the cool things about this new core box is that there's it kind of gives you access to a lot of affiliations in this kind of new jump on point um, where in the OG core box you had Avengers and Cabal. Very iconic. Uh, great way to start. MCP. Um, Core Box 2 is going to give you access to a lot of affiliations, including um, Hydra, Shield, Avengers, Cabal, uh, Spider Foes. Spider Foes, like, yeah. Is that all? Is there more? I mean, there's already five affiliations. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it is just five. Yeah, I think it's just five. But so let's run through Baron Zemo real quick. Now, these cards have been effectively spoiled pretty much everywhere. A bunch were on the floor at Gen Con. Um, and they've been releasing these transmissions like kind of one after another every couple days we're getting another one of these character cards um, but tell me a little bit about why you're excited for Zemo um, to go over his affiliation ability real quick um, he had his, it's a Hydra affiliation called Army of Evil and when this leadership becomes active add one Hydra or unaffiliated Team Tactus card from your unused Team Tactus cards to your available Team tactics cards it may be played this game Additionally, once each turn, after one or more allied characters pay power to play a tactics card, choose one of the characters that paid power to play the card chosen character gains a power. Mm. Pretty dope. Just love
2: every word you just said. Mm -hmm. Just just love all of it. Have you ever wanted more uh, tactics cards? (laughs) Have you ever wanted more tactic cards? You ever realize how good tactic cards are? Now you're going to have to start. Yeah.
1: Now you're going to have to start offering uh, Aaron three tactics cards to bring in another character.
2: Exactly. Oh, Oh, I I am just with a team tactic card. Maybe you could. I'm just, I'm just so stoked. So first of all, one of the best things about this, uh, about new Zemo is his name got longer, but his movement got shorter. And he I love that. It. I think that's, uh, he goes from a long move to a medium move. Um, and that's because he carries the weight of the helmet name. Um, and, uh, and I just love that. Uh, I mean, he's got, he's got a pierce on uh, a pierce and a, in a move trigger on his builder. I absolutely love. It. He's got a range four pistol he's shot. He's got a gun now. Uh, you know, what got a, what got was pistol. the one thing Baron Zemo was missing? It yeah, was right. a gun. He needed, he needed a pew pew mm-hmm. and he's got triggers. I mean, he's got a staggered trigger on a range four pistol. Um, I just absolutely love it. Uh, the, the coup de gras is really awesome. Um, but I just love that he also has, uh, the master duelist, uh, which gives him, you ever think Killmonger is real cool, uh, where he just gets to slap you even harder. Well, now Baron Zemo can do that. Uh, so hear me out, though. This is this is the best thing. This is where my brain instantly went. Mm-hmm. Free tactic card. So I'm already thinking, what free tactic card do I want? I'm going to pitch you this best idea, Tim. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready I need it. you to hold your pants. Okay? My pants are this held. Is, this is an amazing thing. I'm talking about the Hydra High Council. That's, that's exactly we, it. What if we get a free card and then we get a free character? He, I mean, just... I love it. I love the fact that you can even just have it on the table and threaten your opponent going, if you mess up, if you don't. Pay attention to this. I'm going to have a, another four threat character on the table. Mm-hmm. And the, the w- biggest weakness in my opinion of the high council card before was Baron Zemo because he, when you needed him to finish somebody off, he just mm-hmm. always didn't do it. He just, he missed the mark. So what if hear me out? Your Zemo just got more punchy and, Ta-da! I, I give you Baron Helmet Zemo. I love this card. I, I think, one, the high, high Council is a potentially medium okay thing, um, but there is a, a wonderful uh, um, window in which... You activate your leadership after you deploy. So you get to see your opponent's tactic cards and their leadership before you take that extra card. So what if you you had brace on the side and you didn't take it? Because you're not sure if they're going to take a lot of people that throw or manipulate people. Mm -hmm. Oh, they did? brace to the rescue right? or, or, or whatever it may be. Correct. Um, I think this is just so, uh, I am, I saw Zemo's card. I went freaking bon- uh, mm-hmm. bonkers. Um, I, one of the, the events I qualified uh, for LVO, uh, was with Hydra. I can't wait to, to bring Hydra out again. Um, I'm stoked.
1: Same. I, I'm a very large Hydra player as well. Uh, but I've been trying to lose weight and I also really like criminal syndicate. <laughs> Uh, And being able to use the card versatile strategy, especially with Mm -hmm. the new M.O.D.O.C. that came out and now um, Claw, I guess, if you really wanted to. But... um, (laughs) I I love versatile strategy. I love bringing in uh, a couple different leaders that, you know, maybe in the first half or rounds one and two have a very strong ability like Kingpin. uh, And then later I can switch that to MODOK when I just need to be mowing people down and I have some characters injured. Um, Having another Hydra leader that his other version isn't a Hydra leader. uh, I already think, obviously, uh, Red Skull, Master of Hydra and Baron Strucker already have very solid Leadership abilities to be able to throw in Baron Zemo as well and really be able to be playing on your feet at all times. Or like you said, you come in, you don't have versatile strategy, but maybe you make Baron your leader and then you can switch that later on. I think that's super dope as far as something that's really strong to bring something in and then you swap it to one of the other ones you need for the rest of the game. Pretty nice.
2: I I love it. You know, for me, one of the the opening strategies is going to be you start with with uh, Red Skull's leadership and then you versatile into Baron when you have triggered all of the uh, all of the effects for High Council. So you're automatically getting to uh, it's just there's so many fun things that you can do with it. Think about that,
1: too. Very specifically, the wording of Army of Evil. When this leadership becomes active. So you can versatile strategy into it and then pull a tactics card that maybe you didn't need till round four. Yep. Like that part is so I, stupid, exciting to me. Like, I, oh, as especially as someone that really wants to be able to pull off. Killing a Spider-Man with a cloned in so- sinister, <laughs> a Craven or whatever, just, it just makes so tree. many antics and hiding that I want to, um, whatever you call it, bring in Craven, uh, to do that. What, why can't I fearful symmetry? We got there. Uh, but, uh, you know, now, now I can lay that over there for a little while longer and not telegraph it as much that that is exactly what I want to do.
2: I, I just, for me, I, I think this is one of the best design leaderships that AMG has come out with. Um, I, I am just so ecstatic of, Wow! So this is just not uh, like a another reworked or kind of a slightly different version of another affiliations, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ability. This is like his own thing. I think it changes the game in really wonderful ways. I think when you're when you're picking your squads, you as the opponent and you see Zemo, you're like, oh man! Now they can take six cards, and you know, so if they take the Zemo leadership or if they take the Strucker, or uh, it, it's going to cause mm-hmm. your opponent's fits. And I and you haven't even played anything. Uh, right. You know, what, what if hear me out? You, you do the Zemo uh, new, new card for like a Modoc mind games. I don't think that's legal. I don't think you actually can, but I think it's <laughs> hilarious. And it's kind of mind games on top of mind games, Tim. It is. I love it.
1: I love mind games on top of mind games, even. Um, yeah. But to go through kind of the stats here real quick. So he's four, three, four for his defenses. I believe he's five, five. I can't remember what he is on his injured side for stamina. Um, but four threat size two medium mover. So, medium mover might be a little bit difficult for people to get used to. He is five on this or six on the other no, side. six on the other, six on the other side. side. Six on the other side. Six on injured. Um, yep. His basic sword strike is super dope. Uh, range two, strength five, multiple triggers here. Gains power equal to the damage dealt. Pierce on a wild and dancing strike on a crit wild, which allows yeah. him to advance short. He now has a ranged attack with adhesive X pistol. Uh, range four, strength five, not a gainer, but so many triggers. Wild Please is a slow, you add a crit to that, and now they're stunned too. You add a skull to that, now they're staggered. Um just for the just amount start. of skulls that I roll in general. Yeah, there you go. Gonna be in a lot of my rosters, and at only for threat, thankfully, I can do that. Uh quick step is a medium movement for two power. He has his strategic genius still. And then the thing that Ben was referring to earlier, the master duelist, where when this if this character makes a sword strike attack against a character it has already made an attack against, it adds two dice to the attack roll, so can't use it on the pistol, can't use it on the spender. But if you've already attacked them at all, you get a seven dice builder with multiple with triggers Pierce. with uh, Pierce.
2: Yeah, strategic re- or strategic genius re-roll. That's just it's all coming up, Zemo. It, I
1: it really is. I love it. I got a lot of time with Zemo, very specifically at Gen Con. Uh, the four characters I got to play a lot were. Crossbones, Zemo, the new Red Skull. They're all new. I don't know why I decided to say the new Red Skull. And uh, Dr. Octopus. Um, Because people, if I was giving a one-on-one, normally I was giving it to two people. But people cleaved to Avengers. You know what I mean? They want to play the good guys. Uh, On the Avengers side, it was uh, Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, and Spider-Man. Uh, okay. So I've got a lot of time in with these particular eight characters, and it's they're they're an absolute lot of fun. I'm very excited for the new core box.
2: That's awesome.
1: However, the other character we're talking about today is probably, it was the first one kind of the model was shown for at Adepticon yeah. this past year. The big banner behind us had all of these characters on it, and chat was blowing up. It's like... What, but that Ultron has a cape, and there's there's Ultron bots, and all of the, is this a new core bot? Whoa, like, and the fact that they kept that under their hat for so long uh, was was pretty stellar. But the big yeah. shiny thing in there was this new Ultron with a cape and
2: Ultron bots. Yeah, yeah. I I I think this new Ultron, uh, the metal tyrant. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, just an awesome name. Um, but he's a four four five. Eight health on his front side, yes. uh, five, five threat. So he's going to be your big boy, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Size three, medium move. Uh, he goes down to six health on his uh, on his backside. But um, we'll just—I want to talk about that for just a second uh, yeah. before we get into the rest of his card, because I think one of the wonderful things that they did, and I think it was done intentionally. At least I'm going to—I'm going to give them credit that it was done intentionally. Um, is this Ultron can play? the Ultron card from the core box called the age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. So you can just kind of go ham with this Ultron and, Oh no, he's been KO'd. You're going to remove your big five threat. Oh, you play eight power and go, no fam, he's back. He's he wants some more. It's the age of Ultron. Let's do this. Very I just think that's so cool. I think it's very intentional because it rewards <laughs> People who've had the uh, OG box, the original core box. So, you know, it's it's a really uh, wonderful incentive for those of us who, who've been in the game for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just a cool thing for for new players as well. Uh, he's got a range four uh, builder uh, that also poisons and bleeds on a wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, at range four, six dice. Um, six dice really-
1: energy builder. Just love it. Very nice. For a five threat. It's I mean, Cables doesn't even do that.
2: And he's on a medium base too, right? So that's going to give you some extra, Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to give you some extra distance. Uh, His, excuse me, his spender, the extinction protocols uh, is a size four throw. uh (laughs) Yep just you know and no triggers no just trigger no nope. just does it uh so for four power it's also four power tim i don't know if you know this is four power uh it's range three eight dice it's a range or a size four throw before damage is dealt oh did you did you daze that model well you mm-hmm. still get to throw them anyways so here catch this hulk right um i just love it and um which is going to be a theme for, for Ultron um, is he makes things go kablooey. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what's the, here's the really interesting thing is the timing of the throw and the wild trigger is, You can throw your opponent, you can throw your size four. And let's say there's a sneaky black widow that's on one health and you got that wild trigger, but she's just outside of two, Tim. She's just outside of two and hiding behind the dumpsters. You can't throw her. Well, you throw this Hulk into a dumpster and now she's within size two. Then the trigger goes off and you got her. I mean, I just, Mm -hmm. I I I mean, or even the push. The, the 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 narrative
1: thought of ultron using his big thing and hurling somebody into just like like a bowling ball into a bunch of their allies pushing them all off an objective a final act like last round activation of ultron it seems like it's going to be pretty good
2: i just i just love it so much and and if you didn't like that friends i mean he's got a spend 3 size 4 terrain throw and i mean medium too and, and within range three, from, you know, I mean, and, and already it's, he keeps that superpower from his, from the core box one. Um, but here's, here's the thing, the core box Ultron, um, doesn't get enough love it's a good model at four threat it's a good model um i played him in the power bottom 10
1: for a long time and actually was like why are people playing him he's really good and that was right after wizards came out too And I was like you can't hurt
2: him try he's he's not bad and and so he keeps this throw uh that that is on the core the core box uh or the the first core box mm-hmm. um, Ultron, uh, that's going to be hard to, to be able to say it's the first core box. Uh, but then he's got a nice, uh, wonderful bow effect with his uh beam is how you say, I don't know how uh, you uh,
1: said it a lot better than I would have struggled uh, through it.
2: Fa- Fast and with confidence. Nobody can tell the difference right. uh, only for two power, uh, which is just a wonderful ability. Uh, so you can move people all oh, your, Oh, you're not in range of, of three for my big old, Uh, Spender. Well, jokes on you. I actually bow you before. uh, It's just, uh, I love it. Uh, Well, uh,
1: and very specifically, there's a three threat Spider-Man in this box, right? So what we already talked about how Baron Helmet Zemo is there to help me get fearful symmetry off. Guess what? craven also can trap someone and when they move or advance they take damage mm-hmm. and now ultron can help craven in addition to baron zemo to move that spider-man especially now a three threat spider-man to take that one last damage from craven's uh, ability to make him become spider-man himself we've done it we've we've mm-hmm. we've cracked the code we've yep. we've we've, we've, we've done the code. mickey you heard it you, you heard it here first folks. Um, everything is about Fearful Symmetry. This new core box is raising the stock of fearful the symmetry th- through th- the th- roof. New Spider-Man affiliation. Leader, Ultron moving people. Extra tactics cards. Listen, it's it's all coming up, Craven.
2: Yeah, we we we've done it. It's all coming up, Craven. Mm-hmm. Uh So he's got the you know his passive abilities of flight and immunity to bleed and poison, which is uh, which should is, be a sixth uh, threat. Immunity to poison should be a sixth threat. Immunity to poison. It's already there, right? Uh, and he's got his cool metal mind, which gives him um, some extra defensive stuff. Wilds is too uh against mystical stuff but what if i told you tim Mm -hmm. that one robot wasn't enough what if you get technically four robots with
1: some very few points of contact for some of those (laughs) top robots (laughs) the scope on this drone uh on the on the ultron drones is (laughs) exceptional like Really cool. I'm very excited to see how people put their own spin on this because there's kind of a lot there that I feel like you could do. There's a lot of wiggle room. There's a lot of like, do you have one? Do you have two? Do you have three? Do you have four Ultron drones on that base? And how do you do it? Do you have them blasting up? Do you have them blasting over? Seems like there's a... I don't have a card for it, Dr. D. I'm sorry. So there won't be one.
2: Oh, Dr. D. Uh, Well, you know what? You don't need a a card. We'll tell you it right now. Yeah. The Ultron Ultron drones have three health, a medium move, and they're two defense across the board, size two. Uh, They have a range three, four dice uh, attack that is very similar to all of the the grunts attacks. So these are going to be Ultron's grunts. uh, And... Uh, how these grunts are summoned is uh, whenever they are removed from the board, uh, if a terrain feature is destroyed, Ultron uh, can summon them and place them within, I'm just double checking, Range uh, within three. range three of himself, uh, which is a lot different than some of the other drones that we, or the other grunts that we have seen, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool. Um, one of the primary things though, that I think is absolutely Wonderful about this um, is that these grunts uh, are the first grunts that have no interactions.
1: No interactions. So not, with no objectives.
2: interactions with with objectives of uh, extracts or secures. I love that. I think that's so amazing. Uh, I I wish that we saw more grunts that that did this. I think that's a really awesome thing that these grunts can do is no interactions they're here for the full slap mm-hmm. all they want to do is slap some people oops all and slaps am, oops all slaps and then they have a wonderful act a reactive uh superpower uh called rough around the edges that when these drones would be removed everybody within range two takes a damage uh-huh. they they, sure explode. they go Kablam, they explode. Uh, And for every damage that's out this way, Ultron gains a power. Finally, an
1: ability or a tactics card that allows a robot to explode and deal damage around it. I've never seen anything like this in this game before. But listen, Sentinel stock still going through the roof. Sentinels are just, oops, all robots. Let's do it. Um, Um, I do love that the um, conditions of the ability on Ultron to make these comes out is just an allied destruction, not his own. I think this, yep. these are the first grunts that can come out not on the parent's turn. Yep.
2: Yes. These are the first grunts that come out on the non-parent's turn. And I just want to let you know, do you know, do you know who pairs really well? It's actually Dr. D's favorite character.
1: Sentinel Prime. Uh,
2: incorrect. Dr. D's favorite character is a strong Magneto. Oh, just, just I thought you were going to say that just the regular out.
1: MK4s, but nope. Yeah, you oh, took me no, down strong a
2: Oh, yeah, no, we're going straight into Magneto land where just imagine a big old robot who's throwing things at wizards. And then with a wonderful man who was always right, Magneto throwing things, making robots and hear me out. You can throw things at your robots and make them explode into enemies. I just love it. There's a really uh, I just I love this game. I think it's gonna be awesome. I love Ultron. I love Zemo. I'm I'm here for it. Between all
1: of the stuff that we've already seen from this core box, where <laughs> it, it may have seemed like a little bit of a dry time for MCP, especially as Shatterpoint was coming out, and we've talked about this a little bit before, where you know Shatterpoint needed its time to breathe. You can't yep. just keep shoving that stuff down all the time. You know what I mean? It it, it can exhaust you a little bit, but. Yep the thing I loved about it is it let me focus on Shatterpoint and have an incredibly good time with it. It let them have a few releases and now I'm super pumped for MCP and still pumped for Shatterpoint stuff. So there, the decision that they have made um, around release schedules for these two games has been just so on point for specifically me. And I really appreciate the convenience. of I,
2: I, I think this is so awesome. I'm Mm -hmm. very excited, very happy. Um, I think these two characters are going to be my two favorite characters that I'll be playing with right, right out of the box. I'm going to be the first ones that we build and paint. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just so stoked for it. Um, Yeah. I I think this core box, if you haven't gotten in the game, uh, where have you been the last four years? Uh, And then two, get this cool, Core box, it's a it's a really good deal. I think this is awesome. It comes with terrain that you can destroy and then create Ultron bots. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sells itself. I'm just saying. Well, and there it, I mean, from what
1: I got to see uh, during those demos, there's a bunch of Ultron bots to be able to put in all of this terrain as well, like, <laughs> <true>. like decapitated <laughs> things, like on <laughs> crushed cars and on car hoods and in buildings and stuff. They, they've really kind of knocked it out of the park here. Uh, I think this is. Very much so. If you play MCP and maybe you don't have a huge community around you, this core box is a massive opportunity, a massive opportunity for you because you already love the game. Like you're here. You're listening to this. I don't think people that hate MCP outside of Dr. D listen to this show, but (laughs) I was going to say there's one, one. (laughs) but this is a, this is going to be a a real resurgence for this game, which wasn't necessarily in a huge slump anyway. Um, If you have friends that, just never got into it or never got around to it or wasn't the right time. Now is the time. This core box is stellar. You're going to be picking it up anyway, because whether you're a new or old player, this is all beneficial to everyone, whether you play or not. So I think this is the next few months are are going to be a really, really stellar time for MCP. And then next year, once maybe that wanes a little bit, guess what? All X-Men, baby. More oh, yeah. X Men. Well, we got oops, Bishop and Nightcrawler, and Iceman, and Shadow King, and Professor X, and ah, oh, it's gonna be. Well, dope. I,
2: oh, you you didn't hear this? You you didn't hear about this? Hmm. Uh, X Men got. Uh, well, not 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 the X Men, but Iceman got got delayed. Oh yeah, he is. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Dallas said on stream at Adepticon that um, he will retire before Iceman comes out.
2: Yeah, no, and then, I mean, and then I,
1: revealed Iceman like twelve hours later. What? What? <laughs> Dallas.
2: Shenanigans. Shenanigans. (laughs) Shenanigans. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, no. Like I said, in all serious one of the things I, I can't recommend enough: uh, if you're unsure about M- MCP or this new Core Box, um, split it with a friend. It's still a great deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, you know, do the the uh, bad guys and good guys split, or or pick your favorite characters from it. Um, it's a it's a wonderful deal. Yes, it's a little bit more than last time, but you're getting more models, getting some terrain, getting uh, all these wonderful new um, uh, tokens that I think are really great for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, the generic secures
1: and extracts were awesome. The new format of the tarot cards for uh,
2: objectives with the map on it. Yep. Awesome. Well, and what that does, let's, let's talk about how that future proofs more releases. Mm -hmm. So we don't, we don't need to have necessarily every, you know, every new crisis say it has to be an A, B, C or D. It's just, you can have that on the card now. Yep. you don't know you don't you don't know what the, the that setup is. It's right there on the cart. It's very freeing. Um, a new
1: yes. new tech or new object. Uh, what am I? New new crisis secures new crisis. secures and extracts can be whatever. They don't have yep. to be on a specific setting or a specific map, which gives us a lot more variety. Just a metric ton. And yeah, I think you nailed it on the head as far as future proofing. It's a it's a very yeah. good setup.
2: Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. So uh, get get the core box. Split it with a friend get some MCP Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're doing stuff, you know, in Oneonta and Syracuse, there's things Mm -hmm. happening in Buffalo, uh, you know, here in New York. So we're, we're moving and shaking uh, for, for some more MCP. Uh, So let's, let's keep the the gravy chain rolling.
1: But with that said, Ben, thank you so much for being on. I was so happy when you, uh, when you mentioned that you were, we were free this weekend or this this weekend, but at the start of this weekend, I guess, Thursday's the precursor to the precursor of the weekend.
2: I had a lot of free time walking. It was. Um, yeah. Walk. That's fair. Listen, dude, you look great. <laughs> <It's> been, <laughs> Face is red. So it's, it's, it's it, math checks out.
1: It's <laughs> been great to hang out with you. But as always guys, uh, we will be back hopefully significantly more regularly. Um, battle reports and stuff are going up uh, now as well for both Shatterpoint and MCP every Tuesday for, Oh yeah. The power phase or, Oh yeah. The, uh, force. Force phase. phase? Yeah. But got a bunch of dope stuff, new episodes of everything coming out pretty much every day on the network. Monday through Friday, there is a new episode of a show. Monday is the Lost Omens podcast, the Pathfinder 2nd Edition actual play podcast. And also every other Monday is Arachne, an Infinity podcast with our own Dr. D. Uh, and I have to say, if you haven't checked that out, I don't play Infinity. I'm not on the show. And I listen to Arachne because the chemistry between especially Dr. D and Quinn and some of the other uh, hosts that he's had on there have been absolutely stellar. Tuesdays. You listen to it right now is wait. Did I roll a wild? In addition to, Oh yeah. The power phase on Tuesday evenings at 8 PM on the Twitch where we play some Shatterpoint or some marble crisis protocol Wednesdays, is patreon day so we have episodes of a pathfinder second edition actual play podcast that i run and don't follow any of my own rules called the slithering that's on the patreon only as well as settling the southland dan's homebrewed uh warhammer fourth edition actual play podcast uh, where we are settling said southlands thursdays is new episodes of papa warhammer fantasy roleplay fourth edition actual play and then fridays is the comic book rundown with joe gennaro and ron haynes where they take comics from Every property imaginable, uh, image, indie stuff, Marvel, DC, everything and go into it in depth. Super great show, incredibly intelligent uh, to people that have a very good chemistry as well. And we stream Monday through Friday on Twitch as well. Taylor does the hobby hangouts if you're interested in some hobbying monday nights at six and then i stream every other day of the week tuesday through friday at 3 p.m and i've somehow been able to start earlier here recently a whole ton too playing a bunch of baldur's gate or marvel snap or anything else that's under the sun world of warcraft or uh, more battle reports because we have a bunch of locals now playing both shatterpoint and mcp and we've been getting in some other games as well we've been playing some hero quest uh yeah. Hero Quest is right. Marvel Champions might yeah. be showing up there soon, as well as a whole bunch of other stuff. And in addition. Leave a five star review for for the show. You can do that on Google. Uh, maybe you can't but Apple Podcasts and Amazon and all the Spotify. other stuff. It really and on Spotify. Yes, those ratings actually help pretty considerably. And we really appreciate uh, everything you do, guys. Guys, thank you so much. We'll see you next time and I'll probably see you tomorrow. Bye. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening.
0: On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolforp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog.
1: You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.